Hello, everybody. This is Jonetta, and they did not get the memo. Boy, I've talked to two people today, this morning, and we talked about all kinds of stuff. Like, <coughs> the, uh, I've, I, now, I've said I was going to have guests before, and it never happened, because our schedule, or somebody left the area, or you know, it's 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 not easy getting people slowed down long enough to talk on a talk uh, episode on a podcast. It's not easy getting people to slow down. So we were talking about things like, okay, here's the thing. From my observation, there are lots and lots and lots of people laying on the sidewalk. South of our borders, we have the last I heard uh, uh, on the news, which was day before yesterday, there were over 20,000 people trying to cross over into the United States. Now, we got people in every city dealing with homeless encampments. They have started to increase the momentum in terms of building housing. Now, here's the thing. I think, of course, like I said, this is just my opinion. They're like butts. Everybody's got one. And these kind of conversations are going on all over the country. I just happen to have a podcast. Now, don't people see all these people laying on the sidewalk? And they want to come into this country... I mean, where are they going to go? Where are 20,000 extra people going to go? And I got to say, these women that's getting pregnant, you know, I think it was the Chinese. Yeah, they could only have, what, one child? It was regulated by the government how many children you had. They need to do that here. Because there are people laying out in the street in encampments. There are people constantly trying to get into this country. There are women that, oh, how selfish can you be, that continually need to pop out babies. People do what they want, to each his own. That's my philosophy. But be a part of the solution not part of the problem. And, uh, you know, when I see on the news they're saying so many immigrants are trying to get into this country um, from Mexico at our borders, and I said, is this the only country that they think that they can go to? I'm sure there are other countries that they can go to because we are full. 
Well, there should be a hotel sign sitting outside our country uh, at the point of entry, no vacancies. Now, that might seem cruel, but here's, here's the other part of that. I was asked a question, and I've said this before on my podcast. Um, picture a river. The people downriver are prosperous. Every now and then, people from up the river comes down and, and needs help, and we fish them out, or the people fish them out, and help them. And so, the question was, do we continue to help the people that comes from upriver to downriver needing help until our resources are totally depleted? Or do we go upriver, find out what their problem is, and help them to survive it or, or uh, repair whatever problem is causing so many of them to come downriver to ask for help? Excuse me. My opinion, we should go upriver and see what the problem is. Because we've done all the work, the sweating, the collecting, the um, uh, trying to make things, uh, in case of an emergency, better for us. And we're not selfish because we have fished out a few people out of the water from upriver and helped them. But now, common sense would tell anybody who's controlling the, the gates of this country, we're full. Put a no vacancy sign out on our country. Because uh, it's, it's brutal. Commute is brutal. Housing's brutal. Just waiting for services is brutal. It's, it's, it's just too many people. Um, and I'm not anti-people. I'm just anti-stupid. <laughs> anyway, I digress on that. I hope they get it together and figure out a solution. Because um, either they need to regulate how many babies a woman can conceive in her lifetime. Or regulate... Um, just put a uh, uh, no vacancy sign on this country. We could learn a lot from Canada. Okay. Now, I want to talk something a little personal. There was a person who I picked, got introduced to, had off the chain intimacy now 15 years later that person well you know they were calling me more before I moved into my apartment um long as I was living in my room like these people are living in the room they were cool they called me often they had good things to say about it. 
Now, they're still living in a room. God's blessed me to get an apartment. And they've gotten mean to me. I wouldn't, I, I swear, I don't know what I've done except continue to try to do better in my life and be a better person. But these people have caused me to shed tears. Uh, somebody, I told them some of the things this person says to me. <laughs> and uh, one of my friends said, they must be bipolar or something. I wonder if a person that's bipolar being around people who are not eventually turn a person who's not bipolar into being bipolar. I wonder if that's a thing. They say you're a product of your environment. But anyway, getting back to the subject, I don't understand how I'm doing better. Look like they would try to get closer to me and enjoy, you know, the benefits. Because I said, you can come over here, you can cook, you can take a bath, you can do whatever you want. You know, because from what I understood, they didn't have any kitchen privileges. I guess because they had tore the house up so much. <laughs> it's a house being leased out in uh, Northern California. I think it's all men that live there. But, you know... I don't know what goes on in that man's head, but it's like he don't know me. I've never, ever have uh, done anything other than try to help him. When they was homeless, I'd come get them and feed them. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't understand. All I know is that God don't like people messing with his children. I have a compassionate heart. Don't mistake my compassion for being a fool or stupid. My premises when I offer help is, it could be me. And everybody, when you go through life, when somebody has less than you, it would do you good to keep yourself balanced by thinking, when you see that person in a, in, in a situation to think, what can I do to help them? Because that could be me. You know, there are people out there that make it bad for the people that really need help. So people aren't offering help as much as they used to. But uh, I've bought a few dinners for people, you know. And I'm not one of those people who give people money because once money leaves my hand, it's yours. You do what you want with it. Um, I think that's uh, out of line to give somebody something and tell them how <laughs> tell them how to how to use it. <laughs> you, you have to let a person be themselves in no matter what situation. If God put it on your heart to help them, do the best you can. Don't try to tell people after you've helped them how to use the help that you've given them. Then keep it. <laughs> keep it. 
that's all right because sometimes help goes beyond what you can see you know anyway you guys i'm not trying to bring you down it's saturday and um i was supposed to go to san pablo park today to help with a lifelong medical center uh, set up tables i don't know if you know it but I am a lifelong medical center health advocate. I have a certificate and everything. And for the course, they gave me money. When I graduated, they gave me a check. So my thing is, which is part of my character, I found that out. Everybody that knows me knows that, that I'm constantly trying to help people. I don't have anything or any tools, but somehow God gives me the wisdom and the knowledge to um, be of use to somebody that's on hard times. Okay, you guys, it's Saturday. Woohoo! Have a good day. Uh, I know I should practice what I preach, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. If your day start off good, let it stay good. Don't let nobody take you on that trip. Uh, anyway, wear your mask. We're not out of this yet. Wash your hands often, you know, and please practice social distancing please you know I'm out and about and I'm still trying to uh, uh, behave because I'm still in chemotherapy but I had my COVID shots both of them um, hey and, and you know what's really crazy going backwards in this story I told the same guy I'm talking about made me cry um, I told him I said well I just had my second shot yesterday and they said it was a booster shot and I got uh, Pfizer both shots Pfizer they started telling me uh, well there's supposed to be a third shot for people like you with a compromised immune system and I haven't heard anything about a third shot. You know, I get my medical treatment from Stanford, and if there was to be a third shot, they would have told me. And I tried to explain my situation. I said, I have a card, and um, it says booster on the second shot. It doesn't say I have to take a third shot. And um, they started screaming at me. I hate it. I hate know-it-alls. You think you know everything. I said, no, I'm just trying to tell you what pertains to me. Well, you know everything. I can't stand a goddamn person that knows every damn thing. Oh, they went up one side of me and down the other. I just said, okay, I'll talk to you later. Now, every for the last... Actually, since I've been in this new apartment, these people, we can't even have a conversation because I just pissed them off. I wonder what is that about? 
haven't done nothing to them. I stay away from them. They call me and tell me I knew what I thought about you was right. Don't try to contact me anymore. <laughs> Listen, and I text them back, you called me. <laughs> I didn't call you. So I blocked their number out. That way I'll help them. They don't want to talk to me. I don't want to be abused no more. Because right now I'm in the middle of uh, going into remission for my cancer. Uh, I'm feeling kind of sad because I want a mate. Um, But sometimes when you have a lot of projects and you stay busy, you really don't have time to worry about your personal love life. Um, anyway, maybe I said too much. Okay, you guys, remember my instructions. Everybody's supposed to be doing this so we can get this stuff out of here, out this country, off the planet. You know, wash your hands often. Cover your mask. There are people walking around as if they are bulletproof. (laughs) They don't have no mask on. They're gathering in groups. They just yucking up a storm, infecting people as they go. Those are the people we need to corral and put them all in there together. And and uh, uh, the strongest one will survive. <laughs> okay, all right. Listen. I love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow.